And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Chapter 11 And once again, sir, said the manager of the Imperial Hotel, let me apologize for the dramatics of last night. The Cairo police had been through the upper floors of the hotel for hours, searching for the room from which a mysterious man in black had fallen, without a great deal of success. It had been a long night for the manager, but he seemed most anxious to soothe his wealthy young guest, who had taken the entire top floor. The young man, for his part, seemed remarkably undisturbed by the entire affair, and certainly bore no indignation towards the hotel. He dismissed the apology with a wave of his hand. "'The police have come to no conclusions, then?' he asked casually. "'None, sir,' the manager said sadly. "'They have been through every room and found that only one was suspicious.' August Fenwick raised an eyebrow, and it seemed clear that he wished to hear more. The manager silently wished that he had said nothing, but he obliged. "'A room on the floor below yours, sir,' he said, "'occupied by a young Italian woman. "'The room was quite empty, and no one has seen the signora since she checked in. "'The police found only an empty suitcase.' "'Oh, dear,' Fenwick said with a shake of his head. "'That is most unusual.' The manager shifted uncomfortably and said nothing. "'I do hope nothing has happened to the poor lady,' Fenwick said, "'but I don't suppose it has much to do with our mysterious caller of last night.' "'No, sir,' the manager smiled, relieved. "'I imagine, sir, that when all is said and done, "'police will conclude the unfortunate man was climbing the building from the outside, "'attempting to gain entry.' "'Like some sort of human fly?' Fenwick asked, amused. "'Why the devil should he do that?' "'Robbery, sir,' the manager said sadly. "'The security in the building is far too good for an intruder "'to gain access to the upper levels from within,' "'he continued blissfully, unaware of the fact that this was profoundly untrue.' "'So he tried another route.' Fenwick nodded and sipped coffee from his cup. "'It would seem, sir, that the Hotel Imperial is just as unassailable from without as within,' and he raised his cup slightly in a small gesture of salute, at which the manager took exceptional pride. "'I thank you, sir,' he bowed his head, "'and for your patience through all of this,' Fenwick waved his hand again, "'A few minutes of wakefulness is a small price to pay for law and order,' he said. "'If the police should require anything for the next several days, "'my staff will be happy to assist you.' "'The manager blinked. Uh, "'You are travelling, sir?' he asked. "'Fenwick nodded. "'Just a bit of a jaunt,' he said, "'up to Alexandria to visit some old friends. "'Shan't be more than a couple of days, perhaps three. "'The manager bowed his head again. "'Then I wish you good journey, sir,' he said, "'backing toward the door.' "'Thank you again,' Fenwick said graciously, allowing the manager to leave before casting aside his smoking jacket and moving back toward his chamber with a burst of energy the manager would never have expected from his laconic guest. "'Weston!' Fenwick called as he moved. "'Is there any more coffee?' "'There is indeed, sir,' the butler said, emerging from the closet with an armload of shirts. "'If you will just allow me one moment, I shall—' "'It's all right,' Fenwick said, pouring it himself from a beautiful silver service. "'I've got it.' "'Yes, sir,' Weston said, his arms still full of his burdens. "'What are you doing with all of those?' Fenwick asked. Weston blinked. "'I am packing them, sir,' he said. Fenwick looked bemused. "'I've already packed my bag, Weston,' he said. "'It's over there.' The bag that Weston saw when he turned was not exactly small. 
Indeed, it was larger than Fenwick would have liked to travel with, were it not necessary to bring as much of the Red Panda's gear as possible. Still, the sight of it seemed to give Weston pain. "'Oh, sir,' he protested. "'I told you, Weston, Colonel McElroy's household is not a large one,' Fenwick said. "'I shan't be doing anything terribly formal while I'm in Alexandria. "'The Colonel is very outdoorsy. "'I expect there will be a good deal of hiking. "'And I promise I won't let Miss Baxter come along unless she wears a big hat.' "'Weston's mustache moved, and Fenwick knew the man had smiled, if only for a moment. "'Weston?' he asked. "'What is it?' "'Nothing at all, Mr. Fenwick,' he said.' "'You're troubled about the trip?' Fenwick asked. "'About Miss Baxter driving me to Alexandria?' "'No, sir,' Weston lied. "'This is the job, Weston,' he said. "'She is my driver. I shall be going to Alexandria, and she is driving me.' "'I have no concerns of my own, sir,' Weston said. "'There will be a certain amount of talk, and I shall deal with it. "'It it would be simpler if she were plainer,' Weston said. "'We aren't going to be alone, Weston,' Fenwick said. "'She will be with the McElroy's staff, and I will be there with the Colonel and his wife, "'and there could be no more effective chaperone than Lady McElroy, let me tell you.' "'Weston smiled again. "'You'd be perfectly welcome to come along,' Fenwick said. "'I'm sure they could find room for you somewhere.' "'Weston bowed his head. "'I thank you, sir,' Weston said. "'But since it is a small household, I should rather not be a burden. "'And I do much fear the—' "'Idle hands of the rest of the staff, left behind with nothing to do.' "'Yes, I take your point,' Fenwick smiled. "'Well, keep them busy, Weston. Take them to the pyramids and such. This is their chance for a bit of a holiday.' "'Sir?' Weston seemed surprised. Oh, "'You've got the household money I left you, yes?' Fenwick asked. "'Of course, sir,' the butler replied. "'Well, then run through that in the next few days, keeping that lot out of trouble,' Fenwick said. "'Will I fulfill obligations to an old friend?' "'I'll wire you before we leave Alexandria. "'You'll have plenty of time to whip everyone back into action stations "'before I cross the threshold, all right?' "'The mustache moved again, more broadly than before. "'Yes, sir,' Weston said. "'That is most kind, Master Fenwick.' "'There was another burst of giggling from the hallway "'and several sets of excited footsteps on the run. "'Weston closed his eyes in frustration just for a moment. "'Fenwick looked quizzical.' "'Weston,' he said, "'is it just possible there is something going on with certain members of the staff?' "'There are any number of things going on, sir,' Weston said, "'about which I promise you you do not wish to know.' "'I expect you're right,' Fenwick said, picking up his bag. "'You deal with it. I'll see you in a couple of days.' He paused as the two men neared the door. "'And if there is any chatter, you might remind some of these—' "'Gigglers, that they have no business casting aspersions "'upon my very well-behaved driver, "'even if she isn't plain. "'I don't object to a certain amount of enthusiasms, "'but I won't stomach hypocrisy.' "'I quite agree, sir,' Weston said gravely, "'and stepped out to call the elevator for his master. "'Fenwick bounded through the lobby of the hotel "'and emerged to find Kit standing in front of a large "'and serious-looking vehicle. "'She seemed quite pleased with herself.' "'Where's the car?' he asked. "'Traded it in for this baby,' she grinned. (laughs) "'It was good for city driving, but this is for rough terrain. "'The man called it a lorry.' "'That's what the British call all trucks,' Fenwick said. "'She nodded. "'That explains where they put the steering wheel,' she said, "'opening the front passenger door for him. "'I'm on the other side.' "'They piled into the truck, and he looked around "'as he settled into quite an alien environment, "'but he seemed to like it well enough.' 
She wondered if being on the left side was enough to keep him from noticing that she had worked him up into the front seat with her. Right, he said. To Luxor. Roger that, she said, putting the car in gear. I wonder if something has occurred to you. What's that, he asked. If we had just thought of lying about where we were going back in Toronto, we wouldn't have had to bring all those birds along in the first place, she beamed at him. He enjoyed the smile too much to argue with it. It's an interesting point, he said. So, do you like comedy? If you do, then Friday Follies might be just the feed for you. From the Mutual Audio Network, every Friday we bring you a selection of hilarious audio drama, and you can find it wherever you find your podcasts. Just search for Friday Follies, or you could subscribe to the main Mutual Audio Network feed. It's up to you. Find us there. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together. <laughs>